Hey, what's good with y'all? We're back here with the Blueprint Podcast. Me and my homeboy Elijah. Say what's up, Elijah. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Sir, and we are here with an emergency podcast to talk about Drake's newest release. Drake, the Drake, Mr. Aubrey Graham, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> dropping for all the dogs. And that is excited as I'm going to be about it for the rest of the podcast. Uh, as we know, he announced this a while ago. It had a couple teased release dates. We talked about that in the weeks leading up to it. It finally did drop this past Friday. As we're recording this, that would be yesterday, October the 6th at 6 a.m. For whatever reason, he dropped it at 6 a.m. We got the track list the night before, 23 tracks. Uh, we found out that would turn out to be an hour and 24 minutes. So kind of on the same length as... Views, More Life, Scorpion, and Certified Lover Boy. Uh, Elijah, you can tell me differently, but whenever I found that out, I said, mm, that kind of killed any hype that I had for it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's just been his new thing ever since ever since Views. He's just released long, long albums. And I mean, I don't yeah. even, I think his previous albums were similar in length, maybe less songs, but I feel like they were kind of similar in, in length. But I think that yeah. the reason, I think one of the main things is like, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but I think one of the main things why, you know, Logan was so um, not hyped about it once he found out the length is like, as you guys, if you watched our video last week, you know that a lot of the a lot of the songs that we put in the tier list, the lower part of the tier, a lot of the albums, I should say, we put in the lower part of the tier list were his more recent albums, and it's just a continuing trend of long albums, lots of songs, mm. you know, twenty plus songs in each album, and it's just like, yeah, you know, is is it, I can understand why the hype died down for Logan at least for me personally. It's Drake. I was still a little hyped, so I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't tripping off of it. I was still kind of excited to see uh, what would happen. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so let's say this. Uh, so Far Gone was an hour and 13 minutes. Thank Me Later, okay. an hour and one minute. Take Care, which was a deluxe on Spotify anyways, an hour and 23. So you can cut about six, seven minutes off of that for what it actually was. Um, without the deluxe... Nothing was the same was 59 minutes, but the deluxe actually makes that album better, and it still only clocks in at an hour seven. If you're reading this, it was an hour eight. You'd, it's not until views that he's consistently at an hour 20. Again, he reaches that with Take Care, but that was with the deluxe. From there on, from views on, it's you're hitting an hour 20. Let's see, what was More Life? More Life was an hour 21. Scorpion was an hour 25. And CLB was an hour 26. Wow. Yeah. And then again, yeah. for all the dogs, an hour 24. So he's consistently hitting that almost 90-minute mark every single project. Okay. Which, again, is not a death sentence for an album. Lupe Fiasco, Drogas Wave, was an hour 43 minutes, I think. Either mm-hmm. way, it was over an hour and 40 minutes long, and it's one of the best albums I've ever heard. That's not a death sentence. You know, Bitches Brew by... Um, Miles Davis is almost two hours long, and that's what—that's my favorite jazz album of all time. That's not a death sentence. It's just—it depends on the artist. Yeah, I can't say that Drake is an artist that I want to hear an album that's that long, <laughs> especially given his track record since 2016. So for the past seven years, you know. Right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like longer longer albums. Um, I feel like it's really dependent on the, like you said, dependent on the artist 
Um, yeah. And like, also kind of kind of the genre. There's just certain things that they yeah. if, certain genres that it's hard to listen to the same thing for for yeah. ninety minutes. Let's be real. Well, I'll say I mean, jazz is uh, jazz is one of the easier ones to pull it off. Because it's so right. just all over the place with its sounds, especially if it's a good uh, if it's a good artist. Um, rap is hard. Rap is hard to pull off an, ar- an album that length, especially if it's not a cohesive message behind the album, which is something we haven't seen from Drake since Views. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I feel like those are those are the type of albums uh, for rap. You, you have to have cer- certain artists, but also just certain messages. I feel like. The only other way you can get away with making an album that long is if you do something like what Little Uzi did uh, back in 2020, right? Was it 2020? Was yeah, it was 2020 when he yeah um, yeah it was right after the pandemic started yeah yeah yeah. So when he dropped those two but, and like he did the thing I liked that he did is he dropped them back to back weeks rather than like can we even I don't even think that counts because te- I never once listened to both of they they're two separate albums that he just put on a, right on a released together you know i never once listened to both of those albums back to back the way that he had them presented that's true that's true and i mean yeah. I, I i did it i did it one time and i regretted it because i was like oh yeah. <laughs> it was just well, it was and just again they're much. also just two completely different albums i mean they sound different they have different goals but separately they're completely cohesive i think that is a different thing and even whenever you look at like a um a double lp Obviously, Scorpion mm-hmm. was a double LP, but even when you look at a double LP, you see like it's two sides of a coin. It's different. Scorpion right. did it poorly, but it did that. Whereas, you know, more for all the dogs and Certified Lover Boy and stuff like that is more one one, one whole, long one project. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, and I think since we're on the topic of long projects, I think another reason why it's hard to make long projects work in rap is that it's very easy. To do very uninspired songs. I mean, I mentioned it back when we were talking about um, we were talking about Scorpion, but Ratchet Happy Birthday, for example. God. Like you, you, you end up with songs like Ratchet Happy Birthday when you're making these big long projects because a lot of times, I mean, I'm, and it's not necessarily it's not necessarily insults to an artist per se, but it's just the simple fact of you're trying to make a whole bunch of songs for an album fit together. Sometimes you end up with just uninspired laziness, like Ratchet mm-hmm. Happy Birthday, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, and sometimes yeah. you end up with with genius like Droga's Wave. You know, it just really yeah. depends on um, the artist and also like the concept that they're trying to go for with the album as well. Yeah, I think what Drake's done, and again, this is not us talking about what for all the dogs is. We're gonna save that for when we actually start breaking it down. This is just us talking about once we found out how long it was. These are our expectations based on what he's given us in the past. Right, Drake, I think tries to make a song that works for everybody that way he the album's gonna hit no matter what you're gonna have songs for tiktokers you're gonna have songs for the hype beast you're gonna have songs for your more r&b fans Mm -hmm. and it comes together to a less cohesive project but you have something for everybody so everybody comes and leaves somewhat happy maybe no one leaves completely happy but everyone leaves somewhat happy versus some people being extremely happy and some people being extremely disappointed um and generally speaking, the former leads to a lot more streams and a lot better numbers. Um, right. I mean, based on like what you're saying, Drake has literally staked his career um, ever since Views. Honestly, literally, Views was the start of it. Let's be real. Um, yeah. Because Highline Link, you know, uh, Drake has basically <laughs> staked his career on 
dropping songs like Hotline Bling, like Tussie Slide, like mm-hmm. um, what's the one off of a uh, uh, sexy, sexy? What's it called? Too sexy, too sexy. That's the name. Oh God! Um, like songs like that that are that are catchy. I mean, it, it, this is not a new thing. Obviously, artists have done this forever, and it's a, yeah. it's a common thing in music. And it's not a, again. I'm not insulting any artist for doing this, but this is just mm-hmm. one of the th- reasons why I feel like people feel. And I can kind of see Drake's quality may have fallen off a little bit for some people is because, especially with the longer albums, is because you're getting a lot more, especially in longer albums, you're getting a lot more songs that are geared towards, um, towards radio play, towards, yeah. um, towards, I mean, more, I guess more today is more TikTok and, and just yeah. more social media. TikTok is play. the new radio, I would say. Yeah, because I mean, if, if you get a song go viral on TikTok, like that song is going to blow up. That's just how, that's just yeah. how it is nowadays. And um, I can definitely say that, like, if you look at, though, from you can compare the difference between Drake from, like, you know, so far gone, the first album, but Take Care, uh, nothing was the same. If you're reading this, you can take those and like those had hits on them, of course, but like the difference was those hits. You might say maybe they were curated for the radio, but they really weren't. There weren't very many. There were. I don't think there was really any songs in those three that were that you could pivot and be like or pin and be like this song was just for radio you know um yeah whereas for his last you know since views there's been at least two songs per album that you can say yeah that was kind of meant for the he, radio you he's, know? he's just trying oh, to make a hit with this one yeah. yeah exactly and yeah again that's not a bad thing but a lot of times that leads towards like I, I said earlier uninspired thing. is yeah i mean it it, it it can lead to laziness and being uninspired honestly I think from the point of view of someone who's trying to review music and looking for someone who wants to be the best in their genre, mm-hmm. it's a bad thing. Obviously, he wants to make money. That's the end goal. Props to him. He's doing it. But from my point of view, and I'm assuming the same from you, we want people who obviously skill, talent, that's going to make you money regardless. We want people who want to be the best, and I feel like with a lot of these songs, Drake is not trying to make the best music. He's trying to make the music that will make him the most money. Right. No, I I see what you're saying, exactly. And yeah, he's. I feel like he's becoming the James Harden of rap. (laughs) So, still, still somewhat still good very good but slowly losing his elite status i see what you're saying yep yep and just trying to go to wherever he can to make money to enjoy what he's doing the most and props to him he's doing what he enjoys i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna hate on anybody for that the reason why you get drawback from me is because you still have people claiming oh he's better than kendrick lamar oh he's better than kanye oh he's the best in the game he's the greatest to ever do it Right. Whenever you like, get this, you have this lack of quality. You know exactly. You have people right. comparing him to the Beatles. Obviously, he said he's got more slaps than the Beatles. Statistically, that might be true, but based on what he's been doing in the past few years, again, I'm not talking about for all the dogs yet. Based on what he's been doing in the past few years, like the Beatles got slaps because they were pushing the music genre forward in a way that no artists before them had done. Yeah, and, I, you can't and, say that in the past seven years, Drake's done that. I'll say I'll argue that um, Hotline Bling kind of did, but other than that, he hasn't really pushed. And the reason why I say Hotline Bling did is because Hotline Bling was one of 
like it wasn't different from most radio hits. Obviously, it's a big radio yeah. hit, but like the way he did it was very geared towards not just the radio but social media, and even the video yeah. of it was pretty, you know, pretty much like he he. I mean, people call him the king of. Some people might call him the king of memes in hip hop, and that's kind of what Hotline yeah. Ling was. It was a very memey song. So I'll say that that yes. that was an example of him actually pushing that the genre forward because there's a lot more songs since that's come out that have been kind of like that. But since Hotline but, Ling, I agree with you. I agree. But is that a positive thing? I feel like that depends on your point of view. Us, us as reviewers, we're going to say no, obviously, because yeah. we're going to say that 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 defeats the the that gets rid of the quality of the music and just appeals to a mass crowd. But yeah. again, that's us as reviewers. For listeners, some people just like that. You know, some people just like yeah. Yeah. stuff like that. I enjoy. So, I'll say I enjoy the from a, from a comical point of view. I enjoy the memes that Drake comes out with, like. Right. What was it? It was a video where he says, "Oh, geez, Louise," and then he immediately Drake's the type of guy to say, "Geez, Louise." You know, <laughs> he's a funny guy. He is, and he has right. fun, and I respect him. That's why I, w- I would never have anything personal against Drake as a person. That's why you can never say I hate on Drake. Mm-hmm. I just judge his music, and I judge it separately from who he is as a person. Because as a person, I love who he is. He is hilarious, and like that's the thing. The reason why, and I would say this, the reason why Logan is so hard on Drake, I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm, I think this is exactly a good, I think I can describe how you feel. The reason why you are tougher on him than you may be on other artists is because he is, he, not only is he spoken amongst like the Kendricks, the J. Coles, you know, yeah. the, you know, Kanye's, Jay-Z's, but like he has legitimate claims to be among, among them yes. because he has classics. So it's. Yes. He's he gets he gets judged on a higher on a higher um what's the word I'm trying to say? A higher um, oh, yeah. let's higher, just say you're you, not you gonna say. you're not gonna pair, compare LeBron James to Maxi Kleba. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're you're comparing LeBron to Michael Jordan and we're comparing yeah. Drake to Kendrick, Kanye, J. Cole. So like when it comes to to quality, like if your quality's not up to snuff, I mean it's just not. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I mean, again, it all comes from, I hear a lot of younger people nowadays and people my age like, oh, Drake's the greatest of all time and you're forgetting about the Tupacs, the Biggies, the Nas's, the more modern day Kendricks, you know. I hold J. Cole to a really high standard and I judge him negatively a lot, mostly because we're from North Carolina and a lot of people overrate him here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like J. Cole in terms of quality hits a lot more than what Drake has in the past seven years. Yeah. And I mean, I I feel like what's, what's funny is people say, you know, nobody knows what the quality, the qualifications for goat is because like Mm -hmm. you can call somebody a goat, but what does that really mean? Because like, yep. what what is what does he the go of? And Are you saying he's the every, goat everyone? You know, everyone has different. Like, obviously, I'm going to judge Drake based on rap because that's what he mostly is, and everyone has different qualifications for what. Like, I am big on discography. I think the strength, the length, and the strength of your discography matter a lot. That's why Kanye's always going to rank high. That's why Kendrick's always going to rank high. Kanye obviously has a longer discography. But Kendrick hasn't missed in his slightly shorter discography. Right. You know, you got people. And then Jay-Z, Nas, they all obviously have long discographies with a lot of classics in them. A couple misses, but that's always been a big thing for me. That and then influence. Influence is a big thing. We haven't seen 
Kendrick's influence so much. We haven't seen Drake's influence as much. A little bit more than what you would say Kendrick, but like obviously like a Kanye is going to have a huge influence and Eminem is going to have a huge influence, which is of course a knock against him because his influence hasn't, his influence hasn't been that amazing other than Tyler, but you know, everyone has different things. I mean, tell what, what would be your um, biggest judgment factors for who the goat would be Elijah? Okay. So honestly, um, I judge it purely. I don't want to say purely. That's not that's not correct. But my, my biggest, my number one factor, I'd say, is pure rapping because we're talking about rap. Mm-hmm. So I, pure, just pure rapping skills. So I don't. I'm not necessarily judging, you know, hit songs, whatever. I'm taking like if you take, just using this as an example. I'm not, you know, saying anything specific, but like we're taking Kendrick's best, just pure rapping performance. Kanye's best, yeah. pure rapping performance. Jay Z's best, you know, Drake's best, J Cole's best. You know, like I look at that and say like those performances who do i think just has yep. the strongest case you know in that sense okay. um so you're saying that's just, your top that's your top tier this is the most important thing yeah i'd say i'd say yes but i also say like i also weigh other factors but like those factors yeah, of course all, of course but, but that's the number one factor like if that well outweighs if, if that was else. the if that was the only thing you weighed it off of then kanye probably wouldn't be in your top 10 Exactly, because as but, great as he is, he's not uh, the best rapper. He all the things that add into him is he's never really missed on an album, other than Jesus is King. He's never really, I mean, he's a great producer. Blah blah blah. Right, and but it's just that, pure rapping. Gonna, I I, yeah. I know you judge it off of other things, of course. Yeah, you know? yeah. But like, if we're talking goat, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, I can't believe I'm about to introduce this into the podcast, but it, you know, it's kind of like the Michael Jordan and LeBron James debate. You know, like oh yeah, don't get me started. People, people, people have their their ways, but like it's kind of like you can't base it off yeah. one thing because if you base it off one thing, then you're gonna have the people like not. I'm not gonna say how I feel. I'm not gonna say which one I feel, but I'm gonna say this: the if you base that whole debate on Jordan has Just six rings, rings yeah. then you're not you're you're you're, you're not, not getting the whole picture. Thing. You're not, no. yeah. It's not. It's not telling you. You also so need like, to talk about how Jordan's a better defender, right? And scorer, <laughs> but LeBron's a better passer and rebounder. So, like, you know, and I think that six rings. And again, on the flip side, you can't also not mention the six rings if you're going to have a debate. And I feel like, yeah, it's the that's same a big thing. thing. Like, six and zero is a huge thing, right? And I feel like it's a big thing. Same thing with rap. Like, you can't, you can't just ignore their actual rap performances. Like, yeah. you know. Like, you can't just ignore that. But, you know, you have to factor in everything else. But, like, if I'm just breaking yes. it down, like, who do I think the GOAT is? I take I take all the other factors and then what out what, what adds – what puts the top one on top is the rap skill mm-hmm. is, is what I'd say. Okay. So, like, everything you. else combined and that. Yeah. So, all that to say, the reason why – specifically me but i mean elijah you're gonna be rougher on drake too we see him in that conversation we see him in that top 25 all time Mm -hmm. you know we're comparing him to kendrick lamar tupac we're not comparing him to trippy red you know like if we're comparing him to trippy red obviously uh, that's not hating on trippy red he was just the first (laughs) name that came to mind of someone who's not a goat level artist but is very popular and good right you know Obviously, we're going to judge him a little bit more lightly, but when we're comparing him to someone who's dropped to Pimp a Butterfly, to someone who's dropped Graduation, to someone who's dropped um, Life After Death, Illmatic, blah, 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 we're going to be harder when he drops Honestly Nevermind. 
even even the Carter series, which his mentor yes. Little Wayne, yes. you know, because he's in he exactly. be in that, he's in that conversation as well, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of want to um, before we. I know we we haven't really talked about the album yet, and we are going to get into <laughs> that. But I I do want to I do yes. want to kind of want to talk ask, about Drake as a whole. <laughs> I do want to ask this though, um, for all his potential, right? Because um, I, I I don't think either one of us disagrees that Drake's potential has always been to be a goat. Whether he is or not yes. is you know obviously up to debate, but potential has always been there. Do you think that he is? Do you think that he ever reached his potential? Slash, do you think he has been living off of potential? You know, you get what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I have a mixed answer to this. Mm-hmm. I think that it depends on when you're judging his potential. I think okay. that if you look at his potential from so far gone, he absolutely lived up to that. He reached the peak that you thought gotcha. he could reach. Now, gotcha. if you judge him based off of that three-album run from Take Care to, if you're reading this, he's living off of potential. Okay. Because he had that three-album run for the short four years that it was. And again, Views also was really good. He had that short run, and since then it's been like, okay, Drake reached the top. We're just going to always remember him as being that top artist. I don't think he's, you know, compare that to someone like Jay-Z who dropped Reasonable Doubt, which obviously I'm looking at it in hindsight, but wasn't as loved, but it was a classic album in hindsight. And Mm -hmm. within every five-year span, he had at least one classic album drop. Right. You know, someone like that or someone like Kanye, same thing. I think Drake can't say that. Gotcha. I think that he, at at his peak, yes, but I don't think he had the longevity that he should have had. And he can always reclaim that. But again, we're going on seven years, regardless of this album. I'm not saying this, I'm not saying this album didn't do that. We're getting to that in a couple minutes. Um, but let's assume this album didn't do that. We're going on seven years now where he hasn't really done much. Right. Or his best project is Views. <clears throat> and I don't know about you, Views is a good project. I'll talk about, so if you follow our TikTok, I reviewed every single one of his solo projects last week on our podcast. I didn't care for views that much. I like more life more going back through it. I actually like views more than I do more life. Um, mm-hmm. after having listened to them again, um, gotcha. Views was a really good project. Just a bit too long. Cut a couple tracks. And I honestly say like, it's an hour and 20 ish minutes. If you just cut it down to an hour 10, then it's dang near a classic. And, um, if I may say something here, I honestly, I'm glad that you said that because, so, for my answer for that question, um, I kind of I'm on the same I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you. I feel like, you know, you're judging his potential from when he first came out. He definitely reached his potential. Like he he reached and honestly, you could even argue he surpassed his potential. Yeah, yeah. Because he had three classics in a row. And yes, you know. Now the issue is again that's a four year run where he had a higher peak than you could. I mean. The only person I'm confidently saying had a higher peak than him for a four-year run is Eminem. Right. Exactly. Like From Slim Shady LP to the Eminem show, I think that's the highest peak in rap history. 
Obviously, and you have higher one album peaks, higher two album peaks, but for a three album run, I think Eminem and Drake are top three. And you could argue that part of what's influencing how we feel is the fact that that three album run was number two, number three, and number four album. So, like his second, third, and fourth album that he dropped. So, so early in his career, he had that peak. And it's like, yeah. now, you know. I'm more lenient because I'm a big Drake fan, but I'm you know I'm still mm-hmm. gonna be your, your review. But like, I understand I'm understanding that it's very hard once you get to that level of just like greatness. It's yeah. very very hard to maintain that consistently, especially if you're yeah. dropping if you're dropping on a consistent basis for the most part. Which yeah. Drake is pretty much. Well, you look at Drake has career. dropped. Drake has dropped an album in 2016, 2017, 2018. We're not gonna count Care Package. He dropped a smaller project in 2020. And a big project in 2021, an album and a collab album in 22, and then a big album in 23. Yeah, so like consistently, so basically one a year. Consistently dropping albums is is again, it's hard to keep that to keep that potential. And this is something we'll talk about yeah. um, after we talk about the album because I want to bring this back up. Um, but like you take you, you compare it to somebody like Kendrick Lamar, who you know he took some Drops time every between two to four years. Exactly. He takes time between pretty much takes time between each album. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can argue whether or not that necessarily means that the quality is significantly better or not. But I do think that especially over a seven year stretch of just album after album after album after album it's going to be very hard to yeah. release something complete, something just higher quality than previously yeah. because you're just releasing, 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 you, you know. You could also argue some of that is the effect of, I think that higher reviewed albums are more often than not going to be albums that are focused, albums that have a message behind them, and Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar more than maybe any, def, I definitely think more than any rapper ever, but maybe more than any artist ever, puts a big message behind every single album he drops. Exactly. And Drake, and- since 2017, I think I think Views had a message behind it. More Life was a playlist, and since then, I don't think any of his albums have had a message behind them. I think every single one of the album has just been a collection of songs that maybe fits into a vibe. Mm-hmm. But right, the thing is, I, I think for rap, nine times out, unless you're a trap, unless it's trap music, you need some type of message to go behind it to make it really stand out. Yeah. Again, trap music gets that pass because it's trap. You know, yeah. Well, like let's say Travis Scott, Utopia, the overall vibe of it just works together. There's not going to be as much of a message behind it, but the overall sound, mm-hmm. and then just I mean, it stands out on the production alone, right? Whereas Drake's Drake's not doing that. <laughs> His sound's going to stand out, but I feel yeah. like it needs more so going off of that um i wanted to talk about the album now um so 27 minutes into the into the (laughs) podcast let's talk about the album we're here for so i i just want to start by saying and i I, i'm gonna pass it to you pretty quickly because i kind of want to hear hear what you say on this but um since we just ended talking about how there's no central theme this is a very this is an album that um when it went the title was announced the artwork is announced I was very excited to see, like, okay, maybe this is actually going to be actually going to be a theme to this, and yes, um, for all the dogs, 
I feel like this is this was a um, how do I say this? This was an attempt at a theme, and I see the attempt, but I feel like it did not hit very hard. Like I feel like the theme did not wasn't wasn't hitting um, the same. Like I, I feel like when I was listening to it, like I feel like some of these songs are for the dogs for sure. But then I also yeah. felt like some of the songs are just like there because you know they're there. Not that that not that I thought that yeah. was a bad thing, but like I just yeah. feel like me personally, I felt like the album didn't really have the, follow the full theme of for the dogs. But um, what what, yeah. what do you think? Well, if you just count hearing dogs barking in the background, then I think it was definitely for the dogs. <laughs> um, let me throw it to everyone's favorite too serious. I'm putting quotation marks around that. Um, hip-hop twitter page hip-hop by the numbers I, lo- I love that page because it gives you stuff to talk about but then it, it, he dude knows that he takes it too seriously and he puts that to a t like it's it's mm-hmm. it's comical um but the lyrical breakdown for for all the dogs is 64.5 percent talking about women 15.7 percent talking about opposition you know the ops and 12.1% talking about dogs, friends, associates. So this album, according to what he says, and I would agree with it, is basically Certified Lover Boy Part 2. Yep. It's not Man. for all the dogs. It is for the women. Which and is what Drake has been for a while for, now. For a while now, yep. He makes music for the ladies. And that's cool. That's cool. It just... Has not translated to quality. And I will say this: um, if you just look at the out al- the titles of the songs, you would think they're for the it's for the dogs. Like all the I'll yeah. say all the song titles for the most part make sense for like for the most part for for the dogs. But mm-hmm. um, I can confirm, and I'm sure Logan can confirm as well that um, <laughs> the the what hip hop by the numbers the the it's true. Most most of this album is about women. Um, yeah, I don't. This album, a, let's say this album wasn't for me. And maybe I'm just not a dog. I don't know. Maybe I'm not a dog. <laughs> but this album wasn't for me. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 the type of album where, like, again, it, it just follows the same pattern as the previous albums, which is put a bunch of songs together that um that fit the vibe, fit a vibe. Um, mm-hmm. This definitely fits a vibe. I'm not, I'm not going to say there's no cohesion. Yeah. I think the album is cohesive in the sense that, like, yeah all the songs make sense why they're on here. And I think that's one thing. I, I do want to give Drake credit for that. All his albums, all his albums have been cohesive in the sense of the songs all feel like they fit on this album. Yes, yeah. But, again, the theme, I, I, I feel like the theme fell short here. Um, and kind of disappointing because, you know, I was I was hoping for, like, you know, because I remember when when um, Certified Lover Boy when he first announced Certified Lover Boy, um, and everybody was so hyped for it because we were thinking, okay, we're going to get a toxic masculinity album from him. And it was not that. It, it, I mean, there was some toxicity, but it wasn't really that, you know? Yeah. And this one, it, it definitely feels like a CLB part two, honestly. It, it, it feels like a part two. It feels like he, it feels like yeah. he, he had these songs. And it, I'm, this is not me saying that these songs sound like this at all because it's not not true but it feels like he basically recorded these songs at the same time and then just just dropped this album um way later you know yeah i agree i i i, I agree 100 percent on that um and the other the other thing that 
bothers me about this project is that I feel like Drake's at his best whenever he's mixing in a lot more rapping. And mm-hmm. I feel like since Views, I think Views was a lot more rapping and a lot more focused. I feel like since Views, he's been a lot more R&B Drake. Yep. Which Absolutely. worked Which worked for young Drake. Like Take Care was a great project, but I feel like Take Care had that perfect blend. I feel like Nothing Was the Same was more rapping, but still like soft. And then, of mm-hmm. course, if you're reading this, was just rapping. We're never going to get that Drake again. But we could, we could be hopeful to get Nothing Was the Same Drake again. Right. But I feel like he's been a lot more soft. Again, making music for the women because that's what sells, not because that's what is quality. Right. And, yeah, I mean, that that's definitely, it's definitely like, like, we're not getting the consistent rapping Drake that, honestly, that made people really, like, okay, put it this way. This specifically calling back to this album. This album does not have. There's no. There's not. There's very few standout rapping performances. Performances by Drake on this album. If I'm being honest. Um, yeah. Obviously, 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Um, if we're naming a specific song, only because honestly, all his all his dates, date and time and place stamp songs, those are always amazing. There's there's mm-hmm. none of them have been bad. None of those have been bad. Those have all been great. So I'm not I'm not surprised by that. But like other than that, I can't think of a song on here where I'm just like so impressed by his rap. Which, again, not necessarily a bad thing. It's hard for me to be impressed by him rapping because I've heard him, I've listened to him, I've listened to nothing was the same. I've listened to if you read this, it's too late. He's just he hasn't consistently been back at that level in a while. You know, he yeah. has one or two songs maybe that come out on the album that are like that, and this album just didn't have that. Yeah. Now, so yep, go ahead. Drake can drop a good Drake can drop a good project without being rapping Drake, right? It's harder. It's harder to do, but he can do that. Did he do that on this project, Elijah? Um, aside from my Drake fandom, I'm gonna say no. Put and, put in my Drake fandom aside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he 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 did not. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna say. Aside from my Drake, I'm not a hater. Aside from my Drake, higher standards. He didn't do it, but he did do better than what I was worried he would do at times. Right. I feel like there is some consistency on this project. It's not consistently great. It's not consistently awful. It's just consistently somewhere in that middle ground, I think. And just to clarify, that is not us saying it's mid. Just to clarify, that is not us saying it's mid. But it is mid. <laughs> uh, I, I had to. I had to ruin it. I I will say, um, like, this is one of this is one of those albums where um, you listen to it. There's not a song on here that you're just like. At least I couldn't say there's a song on here that I'm just like. This album could absolutely do without, you know. Oh, this is a very low bar to clear, but there's no ratchet happy birthday on this album, so that's good. No, um, it's not one of those. It's not one of those. No, 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 God no, God no. But there's also there's also not a take care for example on this album. There's also not a come through on this album. You know, yeah. there's also not even an energy, not even the star sixty seven. You know, 
So on, on that note of what he's saying, I've made it a um, I've made it a little bit of a passion project of mine to take all of the too long Drake projects and shorten them into projects that would have been better. Mm-hmm. I did this with views. Which I now disagree with what I did with on views. I think views by itself is fine, but I did shorten views down to a fifty-eight minute project that I think maybe would have gone down as a classic. I shortened more life down to a sixty-two minute project that probably wouldn't gone down as a classic, but would have been really good. I shortened Scorpion down to sixty-four minutes, and I think it would have been like a seven, eight out of ten project. I skipped Certified Lover Boy just because I didn't have the energy to do it at the time. <laughs> um, this project I sc- shortened down to 13 tracks and 54 minutes of what I would keep and even those keepers some of them I only kept because of the features or because of their in- how integral they were to the track list not because of how good they were Yeah, we'll go through that in a minute Yeah, <laughs> um, but that's just me telling you like there is some stuff that I think should have been cut from this project. I think that a lot of the times, if you're cooking a meal, you cut the fat out to make it a whole lot higher quality. And if this was a meal, this man did not cut the fat out. <laughs> what was he, he served... <laughs> <laughs> he served you some IHOP food and you were asking for some freaking Gordon Ramsay food. <laughs> Listen, if we're if we're if we're if we're on the food references right now, um one thing my mom always told me when I'm cooking when you're cooking, you can always season more later. You can never take seasoning out though. And yeah. this is an example of an album that just has too much seasoning. Um, he just added. I feel like he added too much to try yes. to fill fill up. I don't know. If, I don't know if he has a quota that all his albums now have mm-hmm. to be almost ninety minutes. Because like, like I have said, to assume he years. doesn't. I have to assume he doesn't. Because when you get to a certain level of how big you are, you're in mm-hmm. charge of everything you do. Right. I could. I could be wrong. But no. And once I'm, you get that big, yeah. you're in control of your own career. I have to assume. And, like, maybe it's just his personal preference to have albums that are this long. And, hey, you know, if it is, I, I respect his opinion. I feel yeah. like as a, as a again, this is, I'm taking myself away from being a fan. Because uh, as a fan, I'll, I'll take the music. I'll take it. You know, as long as, as long as it's good slash not bad. And I would say this album is not bad. So I can't, yeah. I can't hate on it as a fan. But as a reviewer. I I have to say I I like Logan said I would trim a lot of this fat off and um even mm-hmm. honestly it may have been better I mean if maybe he had done a 13 song album and then maybe the rest of these leftover songs he maybe made into another project and maybe it would sound yeah. it maybe it would be a little bit better um but again I mean we're talking this is what is it 20 23 tracks 23, 23 tracks. tracks an hour and it's 24 just like, minutes it's just uh, you know, I used to like really like longer albums because it's like okay, I get more music from my artists. But as I've grown mm-hmm, older, mm-hmm. and it's funny because it's like I'm not—I don't think it's that—it's my attention span, but it's more I'm realizing the the attention, the detail matters a lot more than than yeah. the the length. Like 
I, I just don't like that it seems like he sacrificed quality and um, quality and just the general enjoyment of the album for adding in extra songs. You know? Yeah. I agree. I agree. On that note, I do want to ask Elijah, and I'm going to step away for a minute. If you can answer this question, I'll be right back. Gotcha. Detail some of the tracks that you think were your favorites. Just go through what you think, and I'll do the same thing when I get back. Go through what your favorite tracks were. If you you can, I'm going to personally do it in order of the releases. Like how they were in the track list, detail what your favorites were, and honestly, detail what your least favorites were. Just any tracks that you think were noteworthy. Like I said, I'll do the same once I return. I'll be gone for a short period of time if you can fill that void without me, because I know this podcast is just lost without me, of course. That's how important. (laughs) Of course, of course. I can I can try my best. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if we're gonna talk about the ones that I that We'll, we'll start with the ones that I really enjoyed. So we'll start with Virginia Beach. I feel like Virginia Beach as an intro, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great continuation of intros. Drake has, Drake has had a long history of honestly having pretty solid intro tracks into his album. And Virginia Beach is, you know, another one. Um, beyond just it being a good intro, good song, I really love the, I love the, um, I guess the meaning behind it slash the, um, like what, what, it, what it represents. Because if you don't know, Virginia Beach, I'm pretty sure Pusha T is from Virginia Beach, and I'm pretty sure Pharrell Williams is from from Virginia Beach. That's relevant because those are two high-profile beefs Drake has been in recently. Uh, Pharrell, uh, Pharrell seems a little bit more like a, I'm not entirely sure, but him and Pusha T, Drake and Pusha T have been at it for a while. I think Pharrell's just been caught up because he's, you know, Pusha T's boss, as you say. But, you know, if you listen to Meltdown, I mean, Drake literally says, I took he just pushed a T and Pharrell in that song, and it's just a continuation of that. And I really like, um, like, listen, I, I, I try not to be petty in my life. What I really do like is when people, music people are petty, when artists are petty, because it, it, a lot of times it ends up being really great music. Honestly, you just get the best. It just adds drama, and drama can be very good, and you know can sell very well if it's done correctly. And I feel like Virginia Beach is is a great example of that. Um, Amen featuring Tizo Touchdown great song um, if you guys don't know I'm not super religious um, at all but I think that Amen is just like one of those perfect songs that like hits that anybody can listen to and really enjoy like you listen to Amen you hear that playing you hear Tizo's voice sounds so amazing on that song the production sounds great it's good um, Calling For You um, I like that song I feel like I like. I'm a big Twenty One Savage fan as well, and I feel like Twenty One Savage really makes that song really, really good. I mean, Drake's okay, you know, Drake's good on the song, but Twenty One Savage really makes it. Um, so, I so I was actually reading um, the lyrics for Fear of Heights. I'm glad you came back for this one, Drake. Uh, not Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you came back for this one, Logan. <laughs> Oh, man, you give me too much credit. I'm not that good. (laughs) I'm glad you came back for this one, though, because I was reading the lyrics on Genius for Fear of Height, because I was was hearing some interesting things, and I, because, you know, um, I don't know if you remember specifically, but in the song, in the the first verse, he says, auntie, auntie, you know, he says that, like, three or four times, like, you know, and I was, like, very interesting, because I'm, like, you know, obviously, if you guys know, 
Rihanna's last album, the last album she released was called Anti. And yeah. You know, I was I was reading the lyrics and like it seems like on genius and I can understand it if you like read the lyrics. Um I might actually pull them up and say it later cuz I want to finish all my stuff, but um that song Fear of Heights for reference is um the first verse he it seems like he's dissing Rihanna and potentially dissing ASAP Rocky. Although Yeah. You know, it, it is questionable. It's questionable because he could also just be referring to Rihanna and kind of yeah. using her as like not necessarily dissing her, but kind of using her to like boost. I, I don't even say boost his fame because obviously he doesn't need to boost his fame, but like boost just kind of boost the intrigue in that song, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I think course. that's been more of my takeaway from that song. I don't think he's dissing mm-hmm. them because he's worked yeah. with both of them. I don't think he has reason to diss either one of them, especially considering how. Uh, poor of a uh, track record he has with beefs. Exactly. Plus, um, granted, neither one of he, them are Pusha T. I was about to say, you, you, you missed me talking about Virginia Beach. I definitely mentioned that on there, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely mm-hmm. mentioned that. Um, I was hoping you'd bring that up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, um, so, I don't think he's dissing them, because later on in the album, I, I can't remember the exact song, but I know he specifically said something about Aesop Rocky, and like, or, or hit it towards Aesop Rocky, in a, in a positive way, so it seems very weird for him to diss them, and then turn around, or even even just dissing Rihanna, because you know Rihanna's his baby mom. Um, it's very it'd be very weird for him to diss them and then turn around and praise him. So I, I'm I'm yeah. a, I'm gonna chalk that up to more him just using you know wordplay and you know being a rapper and just making it work. Um, anyway, spent a lot of time on that. Um, going to first person shooter. Um, I mean. I think it's the best song on the album, point blank period, and I think that's because of J Cole. Point blank period. I think J Cole came on this, and this is one of his. I texted Logan this um, uh, separately um, when this, when I was first on my first listen. I, I, J Cole slapped, and I think this is probably. I, I can't. Maybe this is a topic we can we can cover later in another podcast, but this is in terms of features. This is probably one of his best rapping performance features yeah in a in a while um it's really you know, good he has a couple standouts but this one's really i wouldn't really go good. so far to, i wouldn't go so far as to say it's like his best and not that you're that's what you're saying but yeah i think it is really right good. he has he has a big list of amazing features though that's exactly it, it it you know going a little off topic here but j cole is one of those artists that i feel like you know logan you mentioned that you know sisters from north carolina would kind of overrate him but i feel like across the country it's, it's weird I feel like yeah North Carolinians definitely overrate him but I feel like across the country he oh. gets a lot of hate for no reason yeah he's not he's not yeah he's definitely he may he might be underrated in other states it's just right. in North Carolina where people compare him to Kendrick when I think he's not on that level but in terms of quality he might be on a level higher than what Drake is right at, le- at least definitely right now and I feel like well, again, not not to go too deep into that, but I feel like you know J Cole is in that in that weird. I mean, you know, this, the song "Middle Child" is kind of the perfect example of like what position he's in, um, mm-hmm. because I feel like he's he's very much that that dude who has a lot of respect amongst the, you know a lot of the younger hip hop artists, but also at the same time, like people don't give him his flowers fully. Yeah, and he doesn't get the love he deserves. It's very weird, and I, I I'm not a I'm a J. Cole fan, put it this way. I'm a huge J. Cole fan, yeah, so I'm yeah, always going to praise him. We're both J. Cole fans. Let's yep. let's make that very clear. 
So again, first portion shooter. I loved it when I see when I saw J Cole on the, on on Drake's album. I knew that was going to be a song I will I will want to listen to, and I'm glad it, it lived up to what I expected. Um, uh-huh. I actually like Slime You Out. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because that was a single that he released like a, a couple weeks ago. So like you know we'll probably talk about it. I think it's going to be a topic of conversation a little bit anyway. Um, just I'm just going to say SZA did a great job on it, like she always does. Um, Members only party next door was really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm disappointed. I'm gonna talk about something I'm disappointed in. But 8 a.m. in Charlotte was a great song. Um, just putting that out there. I'm not gonna say too too much about that one. Other than it's just a great song. Uh, it's not really too no. much to say other than that. At um, any of his timestamp songs, you could expect to be at minimum good. Exactly. Now disappointment. I'm very disappointed, and this is not gonna go. This this disappointment one is not gonna go in order from top to bottom. So I'm saying like this. What would Pluto do? I'm very disappointed by the fact that Future is not in that song, specifically that just because makes sense. It, it, like he, he his name's Pluto, but not only that, the song, the the content of the song, yeah. Future literally is literally like. I mean, I, I'm sure that's the point of the song because it's called What Would Pluto Do, and I'm sure it's because of that. But it's like, then why is Future not in it? Like, come on, bro. Like, like, and they always your, that that's your favorite artist to work with, right? And they always they usually always sound so not usually they always sound so great together. Um, and but, and Future's at the top of his game right now. Right, so it's like you can't why? tell me that a, a feature of him wouldn't boost this project significantly. So that was a disappointment. Um, all the parties was kind of a disappointment because Chief Keef just energy wasn't there. I wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like his verse didn't hit the way I expected it to. Also, I keep every time it comes on, I think it's Little Dirk at first. <laughs> I have to check it. In. <laughs> I have to check it and be like, "Oh, that's Chief Keef." If it was Little Dirk, I would have actually liked it to be honest. But since it's Chief Keef, I'm like. You know, it just doesn't sound like him. I guess is, is I guess is why I'm not like why I don't like it. Um, I think an- another song, another crazy to say this. I another late night. Something about that song I just didn't like. I can't I can't put my finger mm-hmm. on it. Um, I don't think he. I don't think Drake or Little Yachty were bad on that song. Um, yeah. I just that's just something about it I just didn't like. Um, it wasn't one. And, yeah, it wasn't one of my favorites either. Yeah, that that wasn't it. BBL. <laughs> okay, this is not a disappointment. Best song on the album. <laughs> I just have to mention that one because that, that is bar the none. <laughs> that is the funniest song on the album to me because like <laughs> like I I knew when I saw the tracklist that it was just gonna be some. It was just gonna be some crazy. It was just gonna be some. Yeah. It was just gonna be some something. And so stupid can, man, <laughs> so stupid. I just I lo- I love I, what I don't the hell are we doing? Good, <laughs> I don't think it's a good song, but it's one of those things that I love because it's like BBL love. Like why? But um, bro, bro, just make Ratchet <laughs> Happy Birthday Part Two. What the <laughs> God Almighty? <laughs> so as far as far as me, those are some of the songs I really liked, and some of the songs I was kind of disappointed in. Um, um, I'm gonna turn over to Logan so he can tell you tell you his yeah. Name. So on, on on my second on my second playthrough, I kind of tried to read through the uh, genius on this, but then I realized I, I, I'm going to turn that off. I'm not really getting too many takeaways from this. I'm just going to listen, um, mm-hmm. and I just kind of took notes on all the songs that I enjoyed, all the songs that I didn't enjoy, and I kind of skipped over the songs that I didn't think were noteworthy. So if I don't mention a song, I don't think it's noteworthy. And let's see, I'll go through the list that I made, and then I'll go through. 
the 13 tracks that I kept for my preferred version of For All the Dogs, which again, I'll make notes. There's some songs that I would have cut if not for ABC, you know? Right. And I'll, I'll, I'll make note of that. So, Virginia Beach, I think is a really fun, really good intro. Is it the best Drake intro ever? No. But is it the worst? God, no. I think it's a really good intro. Um, he comes through uh, singing on the beginning, some really solid cloudy production that kind of matches the tone that he's trying to set. And then he has some aggression in his rapping that sets the tone for what could be a fun project. Now, is what follows a fun project? No, but it does set the tone for what it could be. And th- um, before you move on, I, I did want to mention this because I mentioned I, you didn't hear this part, but I said that he yeah. has a history of Drake has been very good at both making intros and outros to tra- to albums. Yes, and I think Virginia Beach is a, a another example of a good intro to an album. Yeah, I don't I don't think he'll ever have a better intro than Tuscan Leather, but no, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, I agree. Um, yeah, this is a good intro. This is, and, and I mean, I, I, Champagne Poetry was a good intro. You know, um, I forget what the intro to Scorpion was. It was good. Same thing with Views. Was it? It wasn't emotionless, was it? No, it was um, um, Survival. Survival. That was it. That was yes. It. Survival. Yes. Yep. I, he has a general. Uh, honestly, I think Dark Lane Demo Tape might have the worst intro of his discography. That and Fireworks. But that's just because Fireworks was a emotionless cash grab of a song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> regardless, moving forward, I think that that was a good track. I would keep that track. Amen featuring Tizo. Um, a lot of lighter, piano-focused production. Tizo sounds almost gospel-like, I would say. a lot, uh, mm-hmm. Very different from what he sounded like on his solo album. He sounds very much like he's making gospel music here. It's a good track. Uh... I don't think Drake stands out on this project on, on this project on this song. I think that Tizo was more the sound standout on this song. Um, I don't think that's an issue though. I mean, I think it's fine to on a twenty-three track album where you have a lot of features. I think it's fine to have another artist stand out more than you do. Um, as long as it's not on every single track that has a feature, right? And Tizo's moving. I agree. Tizo sounded amazing on that on that song. He yeah. did. Moving right along, Calling for You, that's a song feature in 21, and in my opinion, this sounds like a song that basically was, it, it didn't make the cut for her loss. I yep. do not mean that in the sense that it wasn't good enough to make the cut. What I mean is that it was 90% Drake and about 10% 21, but 21 still manages to be the best part of the song. Yep. Agreed. Um... That's not a slight at Drake. That's just what their dynamic is in their song making. Um, my biggest problem with this song is how it's pretty much Drake, then an extended skit, and then 21. So it makes it sound like it's two separate songs with a needless skit in the middle, when it would have been better if it was just Drake's verse, beat switch, 21. Yep. Do you know how hype that like, that would have been extremely hype if it's like slow singing Drake and then boom 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 beat switch n- knife talk part two you know right or even like uh, what was the what was the tr- I can't never remember the name was it uh, 
What is her, the title track for her loss? Oh, is it good question? Uh, Do something for me. Rich Flex, Rich Flex, Rich Flex. Yes. That's what it is. Rich Flex. Yep. Yeah. If if he if he, if he had been something like Rich Flex, amazing, amazing. Because that beat, yes. that beat switch is right. Even even the even the, we're saying the opposite. Like it's twenty one, but like that beat switch. Yeah. Well, I I love whenever a song has a feature on it, and they transition to that feature. Mm-hmm. By the way of um, a beat switch, I right. don't think there's a project that has ever done it better than what. This is a weird thing to bring up in a Drake review. I don't think there's a project that has done it better than the song "Hard" by Tech Nine featuring Murs. If you go and listen to that song, it's two verses of Tech Nine, and then the third verse starts off Tech Nine, and he introduces Murs, and it's a completely different beat switch. Because if you know Tech Nine's a fast rapper, Murs is more of a slow, methodical, um, punchline rapper, and the way the beat switches to in- introduce Murs just makes the song for me. That's a ra- I'm sorry, I hit the mic. <laughs> That is a completely random thing to bring up in this review, but that's just how I've always... That is a way to make feature tracks, collab tracks. And that's what they could have done here, of course. They just didn't. Um, Right. That being said, moving on. um, The song Daylight was another song I took note of. And literally all I have to say note on that is that there's nothing worth mentioning on this song other than the fact that Adonis is on the outro of the track. (laughs) And my brother, Adonis does not have bars. I'm I'm messing, I'm messing. Um, No, I mean, he doesn't, but like, yeah, this song was nothing special. It was just, it's cool to hear Drake's son featured. That's that's dope, but. Right, right. It it is what it It is. Drake did nothing on this song. Yeah, you're like, who is this bum? Right. Oh, oh, it's a six-year-old. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, it's his son. That makes sense. <laughs> um, moving right along, I, I we already talked about first-person shooter. Cole kills the verse. Drake's cool. It's fun to hear the two together because they're two of the goats of their era. Um, if you notice me getting lost at any point, it's because I'm watching the Lakers and uh, Warriors preseason game. Uh, but... <laughs> Back to focusing on this. Yeah, that I mean that song's cool. Cole gives a great feature. Um That's all that I can say about that. Cole gives a great feature. Drake doesn't stand out on his own song. Kind of seeing a trend develop here. Um I move on to the song IDGAF. Um Feature Yeet. I'm, I'm not a big Yeet fan. But I was honestly surprised by how much I enjoyed this track. Um, it's a very unique sound for a Drake song. Mm-hmm. You, d- you don't think about Drake as someone who can work with Yeet, and yet, especially being someone that doesn't like Yeet sound that much, I think that he sounds good on this song. I think, honestly, Drake sounds good on this song. I don't think Drake got outshined by Yeet. I'm not going to go so far as to say that. I just think they <laughs> made a song that sounds good with them two together, and that was something right. that surprised me considering that I don't like Yeet that much. So that was cool. Um, moving on to the song Seven Nine Six Nine Santa. I didn't like this song. I I, mean, I, I I didn't like this song. It's a full on. You would skip this song if not for the fact that it has Tizo as a surprise at the end. He wasn't listed as a feature, but he is featured. And then it's just cool. Also, 
to hear Snoop giving the outro, even though it is just a talking like, hey, welcome back to this radio station outro. You know, he's not rapping on it. It's just cool to hear Snoop's voice on a project. So that was cool. Overall, a skip of a song, but a couple cool things of note to say like, hey, this happened. It was fun to hear. Um, I like how this is to slime you out, though. Exactly. So yep. moving on to slime you out. Elijah talked about this a little bit, just saying you know it was a single. If you want to chime in at any point, because mm-hmm. I know you have a slightly different opinion than I do, I think the slime you out was not a great song. That was very much carried by a SZA feature. I think that this song itself it made the cut for my version of For All the Dogs, but. If I was able to cut parts of a song, I would cut every single part of the song that had Drake in it and only keep this as a part. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, um, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think this song was absolutely made by SZA. And I think Drake himself, I mean, I'm not going to say he himself was in the studio thinking that SZA is going to make this song. But like, I like how, yeah. I literally like how he says, so in the song, he says, so I'm going to let SZA talk. And that's the best part of the song is when she comes on and she sings. Um, yeah, you know, I'm. I'm this is not a SZA review, but I'm just gonna be honest with you. SZA is one of my favorite singers nowadays, and her voice is she's great, beautiful, angelic, and and you know I, what? Even when she's singing, that that girl got bars, right? And I'll say this: um, I think that this song very much actually. This is one of the songs that I feel like really does is for the dogs. To be honest with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it actually it actually fits the theme of the album. Um, but I'm not gonna go as far as say I would cut all of Drake's parts, but I do feel like Drake did not give the best um, effort in this, and I feel yeah. like I feel like it's more is more noticeable when SZA comes on because she just kills it. You know? Yeah, I think that Drake's part before SZA comes on is awful, and I think that once <laughs> once SZA has a verse, Drake follows it up with another verse, and his second verse is much more rap focused it's better but again it still doesn't stand out i think the only standout part of this song was SZA. yeah um, so that, that, that's why i, I, I say i would cut everything i think that mm-hmm. drake's second verse wasn't bad i just don't think it was good enough for me to say hey i'd keep it i think i think if i were to restructure the song i would honestly completely cut drake's first part um yeah. Honestly, just just cut, just straight up cut it. Just have SZA come on, <laughs> and and then leave Drake's second verse. I feel like Drake's second verse fits very well with with the whole theme of the song and the album, and also fits well with SZA's verse. I feel like the first part just does not. I feel like the yeah. first, yeah, I, I I I don't know. Um, I like the song and I like his song. I like it, but as a as a as a fan, I like it. As a review reviewer, I uh, I understand where Logan's coming from, and I can't necessarily say I disagree. Yeah. Um, moving along, I have short notes on the next two songs I want to talk about. Tried Our Best and Drew a Picasso. I think Tried Our Best has good vibes. I think it's one of the better Drake singing songs. Um, I don't think there's too much that stands out, but again, it's just an enjoyable track for what you're given. And same thing right. with Drew a Picasso. Easy to listen to, slower, just... Easy to vibe with, easy to kick back. I think those are two of the better Drake solo tracks. But again, not too much making them stand out in terms of like, oh, Drake killed it here. No, Drake's more singing than he is rapping on these. Um, and that's fine. I just don't think in terms of what you want from Drake, that's exactly what you want. They're just in terms 
solo on this project. They're cool. Move on to members only. Party Next Door and Drake just have immaculate chemistry. I mean, they sound amazing together. There's nothing more to say about it than that. I have no complaints about either of them on that song. Fair. Um, 8 a.m. and Charlotte, you said enough about that. He's got bars. He's got some good singing. He's got a not so much aggression on it, but there's no hook on that song. It's just straight bars. I mean, Any timestamp song, Drake, is going to be good. Like... Honestly, if you guys want to just just go through all his albums, look for the time step songs, just listen to them, mm-hmm. and they all they all follow kind of the same concept. There's not very, it's not no hook really. It's just bars. It's just him rapping. Yep. Sometimes he's more introspective. Sometimes he's a little bit more aggressive, depending on which one it is. But either way, they're all amazing. Like none of them are bad. Every yep. single one of those time step songs are good. They're good for different reasons, but they're all good. Yep. Last song I want to bring up: Rich Baby Daddy. I think it is the most energetic song on the second half of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it wakes me up. <laughs> that second half of the album is boring as hell. So I think this song wakes me up a lot. I think SZA is, again, the best part of it. Sexy Red definitely comes through and brings some more energy as well. I don't think she stand out stands out as much as a lot of people are acting like she does. I did hear a lot of people talk about how Drake having her on this album is kind of another... Um, example of Drake just being a trend follower. Oh, so and so's popping off. I'm gonna feature them on my project. The same thing with the Eat feature. Blah blah blah. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's fine that Drake does that. She was cool on this song. Um, mm-hmm. and Drake was much better on this song than he was on Slime You Out. So he does not get outshined on this song quite as much as he did. Right. Other tracks with features on them. I'm not going to lie. When I listened to this song, um, Sexy Red was very abrasive. Like, I, I don't know. So, obviously, this is, you know, she's, if you listen to any of her music, um, she has a very distinctive, like, way she raps. She's kind of loud, which is not a bad, bad thing. But I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I think this is intentional. I feel like they turned up her volume compared to the compared to the rest of everybody else in the song because like when you listen to it she's like kind of abrasive with with, with the hook and it's yeah. like you know it's like whoa you know and um you know i, I wanted to see like, oh crap <laughs> right i'm like okay so i i agree with you i feel, I feel like this is a this that song is a a, a bright part of the second half of the album because i feel like yeah. now i mean obviously that but i feel like Scissors is always amazing, but I feel like Sexy Red's verse at the end was actually pretty good too. It was short, it was short, wasn't anything special, but I feel like it actually like for what it was, it contributed very well to the actual theme of the song, which I really liked. Mm. You know, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of my uh, songs of note. Now, if I go back to the songs that I kept, I'll just lift these all list these off real quick. The album actually started off very strong. Virginia Peach, mm-hmm. Amen, Calling for You, Fear of Heights, First Person Shooter, IDGAF, Slime You Out, which again, I'm only keeping for the SZA feature, Tried Our Best, Drew a Picasso, Members Only, 8 a.m. in Charlotte, Rich Baby Daddy, and Away From Home. If you listen to that and you're actually looking at the track list, you notice a lot of the second half songs are cut. Cut out. 
So and I'm I'm cutting. Uh, I'll list. I'm cutting daylight. Mm-hmm. I'm cutting cutting seven nine six nine Santa. Bahamas promises. Screw the world. That's just an interlude. Whatever. Um, what would Pluto do? All the parties, BBL love. That's just an interlude. Gently <laughs> featuring Bad Bunny. I think that song's a vibe, but I think I already had enough songs that fit a vibe without being good songs on their own that I could cut that song. Um, another late night again. No one really stood out on that track as much as I enjoy Little Yachty. And then I'm cutting Polar Opposites. So that's ten tracks out of twenty-three that I just said. You know, I don't need. We can cut those down. But even with those 10 cut, a lot of those songs only stood out because of the features to me. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason why I couldn't cut them. Yeah. Um, so one trend that – so I'll say this. I, I think that this this album very much – the solo Drake songs were not as strong. The f- features kind of carry this album. Um Again, it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes solo albums, uh, solo tracks on albums sometimes just aren't the best when there's good features, you know? And I think this album is is full of a lot of really good features. And I think that's kind of where, at least that's where I, I feel is. I don't know how Logan feels about that, but I feel like this album had a lot of strong features. And that kind of yeah. make it harder to like some of the solo tracks when they're not just as good as the as the features are. Um, yeah. Again, that's not a bad thing. I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, number one, it, that means that they gave people gave the the right amount of effort to be on Drake's album. So it's always a good thing. But also, it means that I think it's also a good thing that he was able to identify people that would sound good on his album with his you know with his vibe, with his sound, yeah. with his vibe, everything. Um. So overall, I think um, it, how, how do we, how do we, how do you feel about this album overall? Um. It, Overall, just on its own, and then overall compared to the rest of his discography. I think it's consistent. Mm -hmm. I think that's more than what you can say about Scorpion. Mm -hmm. I think that's similar to what you can say about Certified Lover Boy. Honestly, though, I might say Scorpion was better. Um, I know that's talking more about in terms of its discography. Uh, on its own, I, again, I think it's consistent, but I don't think it at any point reaches very high. I don't think it at any point reaches very low. I think it just overall is okay. All right. I think it's too long. I think it's bloated. But the songs I would cut aren't awful. The songs I would keep aren't great. In terms of his overall discography, again... I think Scorpion's a bad album. I think it has very high highs, though. That's, I that's would true. rate Scorpion. I would rate Scorpion over this one because of the highs. I think the lows reach much lower. <laughs> but I think the highs reach a lot higher. I think Views is a good album. I think everything before Views is a good to great album. I think More Life is more enjoyable. I might would say this is better than Certified Lover Boy and definitely better than Honestly Nevermind. But overall, I don't... I could forget this project ever dropped and it wouldn't change my opinion on Drake's releases. Fair. I could remember this project dropped and I wouldn't. it wouldn't change my opinion on Drake's releases. Overall, this project is going to come and go. 
Fair. Fair. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think as a standalone album, it's it's excluding honestly never mind because um, we're just gonna forget that even exists. Excluding that one as a standalone album, this is this is just a standard like solid Drake album. You know, not 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 anything crazy. Um, it's not like you know, not trying to compare it to this Scarfy, but it's not like it's not an album that I'm just like, oh my god, this is a classic. I'm, it's never gonna be a classic. But this is a solid album that you know you could put on and you probably um you know you have a certain tracks that are like kind of um that that will stand out um like first person shooter um like yeah. maybe rich baby daddy um but other than that you know I, if i had to rate it this is probably a uh 8 maybe nah, nah, seven, seven and a half i would say a seven and a half o- only because you got to remember I'm rating this right now. I'm rating this as a fan, not as a reviewer. I already know. I already know. <laughs> I already know what Logan's thinking. Um, but in terms of in terms of his discography, it's hard for me to put this above anything um, other than I, I mean, let's let's just get out of the out of the blue. Honestly, never mind. Is like the bottom of the bottom is like scraping the barrel. So like you. The, just oh, don't that's like a that. two. That's like a two that, out that, of ten. That, like that—that's not even a consideration. God. This is this is probably is probably his it's probably his worst, and I'm saying that only because I'm saying that because of two things. Number one, it seems like a CLB part two, which makes it automatically means it's just not going to be that highly rated because if we didn't have CLB that high, and if it's a part two, it's like hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're saying this is possibly his worst, and it's a seven point five. As listen, a man, fan, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, no, no, no. I, I, I did, I did qualify by saying as a fan, it's a seven point five. As a reviewer, okay, I would what not. What is rate it as a reviewer? What is it as a reviewer? <laughs> okay, what is it? Because you are working as a reviewer right now. It, it may okay, I remind okay, you. all right. That is that is that is our job as podcast hosts. We are reviewers. <laughs> we are not fans. Okay. All right. So. It's hard for me to give this anything more than a. Okay, it's consistent, so I kind of want to give it a five, just because it has consistency okay. and it's not it's not bad. It's not there's no there's no completely bad. There's no like standout yes. good necessarily. Okay. There's no completely okay. bad. So I'm, I'm gonna just leave it at a five. Um, I think it. I would. I can slightly, agree with that. I think the higher's the better songs are a little bit are good, but I think there's just yeah. it's just it's consistent enough to give it a five. But I think there's more decent than there is awful on this project. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what I don't it is. think. So I don't. I don't yeah. think there's any greats mm-hmm. other than like the features. I think Sis is great. I think J Cole's great. I don't think at any point on this project Drake is great. Yeah, and that's why if we're rating it among his discography, I think this is probably his worst. You know, again. We're ignoring, honestly, never mind. And we're not including Care Package either, because Care Package is just a collection of loose yeah, songs. Yeah. So it's not a, it's a, technically an album, but it's just like, it has no theme. So that's that's not consideration here. Um, I, I do want to bring up, I do want to bring up, because uh, leading up to this, I, from Wednesday through Thursday, I listened to every single Drake solo project. So that includes So Far Gone, Thank Me Later, um, Take, Care. Take Care, Nothing Was the Same, If You're Reading This Is Too Late. Views, um, what was that for views? More, More life. life, 
Scorpion, Scorpion, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dark Lane yeah. demo tape. Mm-hmm. I skipped Certified Lover Boy because I listened to it within a month of all with within a month of this happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I skipped Her Loss and the Future Project because collab albums, and then I listened to Honestly Nevermind. <laughs> Listen, if you don't follow us on TikTok, I will tell you right now. My honestly never mind review went something like this. I'm going to reenact it. Hold on. Let me get in character. <laughs> it starts like this. You want me to review this project? <laughs> I've just got a few points for you. Trash. 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 And Jimmy Cooks. I, <laughs> I just got to say, I am so annoyed that he has Jimmy Cooks on that album because that song. Bro, is- that should have been on her loss. What <laughs> the heck was he thinking? Like, <laughs> Bro, oh why would God. you? I understand it does the perfect job of setting up for her loss. That's right. the one thing it does is sets up for her loss. But like Jimmy, but Cooks it's kind of like a, uh, the, mm. again, this is a weird comparison. It's kind of like Eminem. He drops relapse, which I, I think is a great project. A lot of people underrate what relapse is, but relapse has all these accents. It has all this zaniness. It's like. He made it while he was off drugs, but it's talking about a time when he was on drugs. And then the last song on that project is Underground, which is him rapping in his recovery style, which is completely different. It's more aggressive. It's more bar focused. That's what Jimmy Cooks was to honestly never mind. Just on a much worse project. It's like, it's like, okay, put it this way. If Jimmy Cooks is like, like if we're using the food comparison, um, okay. Honestly, never mind. Is like McDonald's, and Jimmy Cooks is like Ruth Chris. That's 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 the that is how how crazy the difference is between. The you said rest of the you album. said Jimmy Cooks is what now? It's like like Ruth Ruth Chris, like a fancy you know okay. super fancy okay. restaurant. Okay. I'm a I'm a big Drake fan, and <laughs> I can I can I have to force myself. To listen to the album, to like enjoy it. Listen, and man, like, I'd, I, you might be able to agree with this. And <laughs> you're of a different complexion that would disagree with this, but you might. I would prefer listen to Morgan Wallen than listen to. Honestly, never mind. <laughs> I would just rather listen to nothing. <laughs> or 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 I'll listen to Jimmy Cooks on repeat. How about that? I rather, I rather let just, do that. Let, let, let me just listen to anime OSTs that I don't understand. <laughs> Literally, hey, listen, some those anime, hey, hey, no them things are fire, there. man. Them things are fire. Oh my god, let me listen to just all the Naruto OSTs on repeat <laughs> before I listen. To honestly, never mind it. Then. So, yeah. so yeah, just just to <laughs> going back to what we were talking about, yeah. Uh, this 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 album, there's a huge gap between the rest of his discography and honestly, never mind. Like honestly, never mind is literally like just the, the just just shouldn't Scraping even the exist. Bottom of the barrel. For all the dogs, is not that at all. It, it's 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 yeah. It is a, you know what? Put it this way: if we take outside of Drake's discography, for any other artist that's not like a goat candidate, so like Kendrick, 
you know, J. Cole, Kanye, J., all of them, this would be a really good, really solid, good album. Probably would be a, an eight or nine, honestly. It, it, maybe not eight or nine, but like a, a seven if it was not one of them. But since it's Drake and he's in that category, I'm knocking it down a lot because of that. Because it's like, he should be doing better. If this was... You use the example of Trippy Red. If Trippy Red made this album, this would be this would probably be one of Trippy Red's best albums. I, I well, okay, I, okay, I disagree with that. <laughs> um, I think that if any if any artist that I had not heard of dropped this project, I'd say, oh well, I'm not listening to that artist again. <laughs> so they, they just don't drop music that I'm interested in. Fair, I think if Trippy Trippy Red dropped this, let's say Trippy Red dropped this and it was a love letter to you part six, I'd say, well damn. The no, other five letters. were better. <laughs> it's it's time to stop writing love letters. <laughs> I Yeah, I mean honestly this this just That would be his best non love letter album. Yeah, well that's not saying much. It'd be better that's than Mansion not. Music. That's a promise. It's better than Mansion Music. That's, oh my god! I think this is this is this is going to be one of Drake's albums where, and keep, bear in mind, we already said that there's not too many standout tracks on here. This is one of the albums where the tracks are going to be better than the album. So that's not a good thing because there's not a not too many standout songs in this album. So um, yeah, again. The consistency there. This is what. So if you were listening, if you were doing a, a Drake, um, like you know, just listening to his old discography, this is one of those albums you get to, and like, you're you're not, you're not going to be, you're not going to feel like you wasted your time listening to this, but you're not going to feel like you improved your opinion on Drake at all. Listen to this. Yeah, you're no, going to no, feel. No. However you feel about Drake before you listen to this and after you listen to it is probably going to be the exact same. Let's be real. It's going to it's going to either stay the same or it's going to go negative. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. Meanwhile, we just missed uh Chris Paul assisted uh Steph Curry on a 3. And see, this is how you know that how Logan feels about this album. That he, <laughs> he's talking about a preseason game. <laughs> hey man, hey man. Have you watched Chris Paul in a Golden State jersey? That that's 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 a fact. I have not, and I'm very very interested to see how that's actually going to play out also, this year. Also, also, they're playing the Lakers, and no matter what it is, preseason, regular season, playoffs, I never want to see the Lakers win another game. Fair enough. I would be happy if, he, if they never won a game again. If you didn't know, he's a huge Celtics fan, so you know, take take that. Yes, t- take that take that into account. But, um. I did. I did. And, want to I, talk and about I like that. Steph Curry. I like Steph Curry. You know, I can't. He might have beat us in the finals, but I still like Steph Curry. <laughs> I do want to pose this question to you. Um, oh, great! <laughs> so, um, if you guys didn't know, Drake had um, announced after this album came out, um, he put it on social media. Um, he said that he's going to take some time off um, due to health problems um, and. He didn't. I don't think. I don't know if he specified a specific time or if he said a year. But uh, a lot of people are floating around that he's. I have seen it. it, it, I have seen something about a year. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Again, I don't know if that's uh, a year of no music at all, or that's a year of just him not doing solo music. Um, Because I find it hard. I feel like with the way he's been going, I find it hard for him to not do any music for a year. But you know, I have to assume that probably means he's not dropping music, but he's still doing tours. He's still. Right, 
right? You know, doing certain, he, but maybe he's not doing like solo songs, or maybe he's may, maybe it means he's not doing features either. I don't know. Right, but the reason I bring that up, um, just kind of giving you guys some background on that. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is um, I want to frame this question: Do you think that that has had any influence? Because this seems like to be. The way he, the way he announced it, it seems like this is something he's been dealing with for a while. This isn't something that just came up, at least not from what it seems like. Yeah. Um, do you think that has had any factor into the quality of his music recently, or the quality of his albums specifically? I think if you were to say that, that'd be making excuses, in my opinion. Fair, fair. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I honestly think. I, <sighs> Not to read into it too much, I think that um, it has less to do with his personal mental health or anything like that, and more to do with just, like, he has a kid, man. He wants to focus on the kid more than he wants to focus on the music. That's cool. The thing is, he was he had this he had the same problem he has before all the dogs. He had the same problem before he knew before he the world knew that he had a kid. Uh, shout out to P- Pusha T for letting us know that he has a kid. Who knows where we'd be <laughs> at if that song hadn't dropped. Um, but. No, I mean, I, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea to take it, take some time off. Dear God, if we can go two or three years without a Drake project, he might drop a good project again. Fair. And, you know, I'm, and if he I'm doesn't a, drop I'm, another project either, that's fine. You know, he's had right. his legendary career. Exactly. He's not going to go down as the greatest of all time, but he'll go down as one of the one, one of the people who dropped some of the most popular music of all time, and he had some really high highs. Right. Um, I feel like I don't know. I feel like for me um, to kind of to kind of answer my own question, I kind of agree with Logan. I feel like it'd be an excuse. It's too it's too easy to to give that mm-hmm. to him to say that health health issues are why the music has been this way. Because like, sure, if if he's had been releasing really strong solo albums before, and then randomly two albums in a row were kind of like this, then I could yeah. argue, you could argue that maybe, you know, maybe it is time, you know, it's that, but his music, seven years straight. Right. The music hasn't necessarily, you could argue it's gone down in quality, but honestly, he hasn't changed. That's really what it is. I don't think it's necessarily the quality has gone down. He hasn't grown or changed in the last, yeah. definitely last five albums, at least. He hasn't grown or changed. And yeah. that's kind of where, that's kind of where the issue is. And yeah, I think that, I think no matter what, I think taking some time away, I mean, just, just talking about him personally, like, like Logan said, he does have a son. So it's always a good good thing and his son is relatively young he's like six years old so it's, it's, it's yeah. always a good thing he to drew, take some he time drew the album cover for this project and if that's any clue he his son is either from five years old to if he has my artistic school about 25 years old which is what age i am <laughs> um but yeah his uh, i'm pretty sure he's like he's he's still like six yeah, five he, six he, some, he, somewhere he, in that he, realm he's somewhere young, in that realm so he's got a know, better autistic future than i do and you know his his dad is Drake, so if that's any indication, he at least has a chance to be something, you know, um, in terms of art. Unlike me, but <laughs> but you know, I think that is always a good thing. Again, personally, I think it's good. I think he said something's. I think his statement was something related to his stomach having stomach issues or whatever. And you know, um, if you listen, if that's you're a fair younger, point because I had a hard time stomaching this album. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> ignore what Logan just said. If you, if you're, if you are, I mean, put it this way: this is a PSA. If you are, um, if you are listening to this and you're, you know, 
you're a high schooler, you're young, not even just a high schooler, you're just young, you're, you're below the age of 30, um, both me and Logan are obviously below the age of 30, but like, below the age of 30, take care of your body. Not according watch. to my high schoolers, man. My high schoolers ask me how old I am, and I tell them I'm 25. They say, man, I thought you were 30. <laughs> it's the beard. It's definitely the what beard. Do I look? Uh, just because it got a little gray in it? That's because y'all mother <laughs> stress me out. <laughs> but, yes, for the, for the PSA, please, please take care of what you, yourself. Put Watch what you put into your body. Um, I'm not going to yeah. speculate why Drake has it. You know, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what's going on with him. But yeah. just watch what you put in don't, your body. Do um, not drink underage. Don't don't uh, do crack. Don't pop pills. Okay, I'm, don't do, I'm, I'm don't going do that. A little crazy. Yeah, don't do stuff like that. Don't vape. <laughs> do not vape. <laughs> right. Y'all like to vape. Y'all just, love to vape. Do not vape. <laughs> But like you know, just just watch what you put in your bodies. Cause trust me, um, you know we're still we are still relatively young, and I don't know about I'm not again I'm not gonna speak for Logan, but I've been very much watching what I've been putting in my body more recently yes. too. Because oh, absolutely, I, I just I just can't you put can't, crap into my listen, body man, anymore. You, you know? cannot you cannot outwork a bad diet, and that mm-hmm. includes what you drink, what you smoke. You know, I I, I mean I'll admit personally, I, I mean I'm 25 years old. I, right. I smoke a couple cigars. One, cigars are, technically speaking, if you control them, they're a lot healthier than cigarettes. They're a lot healthier than vapes. But it's all with control, man. You don't mm-hmm. eat desserts uncontrolled. Yep. If all and you ate was salad, that's bad for you. You need a little bit of meat in you. You gotta, yep, you gotta control what you do, man. You do. Just, just take care of yourself. That's the, and you, you know, know just, what? Just a simple PSA. On, on that note, for my male listeners, because I know most of you probably are males, we are males. There is nothing gay. There is nothing feminine about taking care of yourself outside of that. Man, go get a pedicure. Mm-hmm. I've had pedicures done. They feel amazing. Go get a massage. Get a good night's sleep. Listen. Talk to a listen. therapist. Listen. I'm going to tell you all a little secret about women, too. If you want to get a good woman and keep a good woman, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Come up with a good skincare routine. Listen, man. Yes. I came up with that a couple, a little bit ago. I had an ex-girlfriend who was very serious about a skincare routine. She convinced me to start using a separate lotion for my face compared to my body that turned into me using a facial cleanser a skin toner facial serum eye cream and facial lotion i have a full facial care routine that is different from the rest of my body and i also learned that cocoa butter is probably the best thing you can put on your body yeah and you know just just in general Pay attention to your body. Pay attention to the signs. Yeah. When you're when you're young, you know you 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 don't think about it as much because you can bounce back from things. I mean, look, not not to get too deep into details, but I know and Logan can corroborate with us. Corroborate with us. I know I was able to do things in college and get away with it, and and, co- and wake up the next day like nothing happened. Now, I didn't do anything in college. <laughs> now, 
I I I can't I can't yeah. do the same yeah. things. And I'm not. I'm, yeah. We're not old. We're we're not old. Well, I may think we are. Even outside of <laughs> even outside of college, after every, I you know I, I'm very open. I'm an athletic trainer for a high school. We have games Friday nights. Since we've added a JV team, we have games Thursday nights and Friday nights. After every Friday night game, I would go and I would get Taco Bell. I can't do that anymore, man. I feel like I'm fat as crap if I eat Taco Bell. I'll still eat out. I'll still I'll treat myself after a Friday night football game. That's fine. It's good to treat yourself. You don't need to over limit yourself. But you can't go out and have a 2,000 calorie meal. That's how many calories you should take in in a day, almost. Right now, you know. So if you're, you got to find a balance. That's all I'm saying. You got to find a balance. You got to take care of yourself. You got to watch those things. So you know, that's the PSA. Um, now going back to Drake. Uh, <laughs> since we, since we and, and, and just that. last note, that comes on your physical health and your mental health, guys. Take care of mm-hmm. your mental health too. Whether you in have fact, a good family family life or a bad family life. Find someone you can talk to, whether that's a therapist, whether that's a girlfriend that you trust, a best friend. Me and Elijah will talk to each other about the problems we have all the time. And I'll say he's not always the person I go to. I have I have work issues that I go to coworkers about. I have life issues I go to him about. I trust my wife with anything, but the fact of the matter is she can't relate to everything I talk about. You know, if it's a work exactly. problem, I'd rather talk to a coworker than I would talk to her. As much as I love her to death, exactly. You gotta, I mean, you gotta find people you can trust. And same thing for me. I mean, I come to Logan for a lot. I tell him a lot of things, but you know, sometimes some things I tell him after it's already been resolved because it, it's been resolved. And I just want to let him know about it. But like, you know, just just know that always have, you know, trust people you can trust to talk to. And it, you know, again, do not feel ashamed to ha- to find a therapist, talk to the therapist. In fact, even if you don't feel like you need one, talk to a therapist could help you so much more than you would expect you know yeah Um, especially if you're in college and it's free exactly i understand where it's harder once you get out of college to afford it college or before you're in college once you're in college if it's free like we where we went to college at it was free for us to use i uh, not until my junior year did i realize that that was an opportunity for me because i was forced to use it that i could use it once i was forced to use it i used it a lot more often Therapy's exactly. not for everybody, but if, but you don't know till you try it. And and just like you said, if it's free, why not at least give it a, char- a chance? If it's not for you, yeah. hey, that's fine. At least you can say you tried it and find out yeah. maybe it is something that's for you. Again, you don't have to. I want to clarify: mental mental health is is not a cut and dry thing. There is no such thing as someone who is perfectly mentally healthy. There is no such thing as someone who has no mental health at all. You are, everybody's within a spectrum and every single day, every single moment, things change. So, just yep. just be aware of yourself and know that um, know that it's okay to not feel okay and it's also yep. okay to be happy, you know? It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel your feelings. Just know that yeah. if you're having issues, and you don't know who to talk to, there's always somebody to talk to. There's always someone. You may not yeah, find someone you trust absolutely. in your personal life, and I understand that, but please seek out the help if you feel like you really need to. And if you don't feel like you need to, if you want to just try it, try it. Shoot. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's good just to have somebody to talk to. Um, I yep. think me and Logan are blessed to have really great friends that we can trust. Mm-hmm. We have great partners. You know, him and his wife, me and my girlfriend. We have great partners that we can 
talk to and genuinely feel be comfortable and be a hundred percent with. Um, yeah. That being and said, just for, just, just for, just to preface mm-hmm. it, um, like just, a lot of y'all might not know. You might just think me and Elijah are co-hosts for a podcast. Like this man was the best man at my wedding. Okay. Like we are close. Right. That's why I say like we can talk to each other about things, but like when I also I, at the on the same coin, that's how close we are. When I say some things, there's better, there's more people, there's people I'd rather talk to than Elijah, and vice versa. Exactly. That has nothing to do with. There is not a man on this earth other than my father I am closer to than Elijah. But that doesn't mean that there are not. <laughs> That does not mean that there are other people I'd, ra- <laughs> I'd rather talk to in certain situations. Exactly. So, you know, that's our long way way of yeah. Take care of yourself. Saying take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Drake needs to do that too, and that that's, exactly. that's the whole point behind this. You know. So you know, and I think um, one key thing is um, you know we were talking about mental health, and um, if you guys know Kendrick Lamar, obviously dropped the album last year. Um, it was out. That was album, album was almost five. entirely about mental health, right? And and that's the thing, you know. Kendrick made it clear that he took time off. The reason why he took so much time off of making music slash making an album five years, five years, and he did that because he his mental he needed not necessarily just his mental, but just a lot going on in his personal life that he needed to handle. And you know, again, yeah. you listen to that album, you he he lays it out there for you. There's a yeah. lot going he on. Che- you know, he cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. He His was family. dealing with the fact that he felt like he needed to be the savior for right. America, black America specifically, but America in general. And now he's realizing, I just need to save myself, save my family. And you can argue whether – people will argue whether or not the album was, was really good, really good. I don't see how anyone can say it wasn't a good album. But anyway, it was you can argue. Album. You can argue – the quality of the album all you want but the fact of the matter is you can say that he came out and made a quality album in general and i think that for drake i'm hopeful that you know i'm hopeful on the personal side of things i'm hopeful that whatever's going on um he's able to get under control he's able to fix i'm hoping that it's something that's not a major thing that's going to affect him for the rest of his life um but as a fan and as a music reviewer i'm really hope hoping that this is a long enough break it's a long enough time for him to kind of either recapture the hunger or just awaken something else that you know who can get at least another couple of good albums out of him because he's getting to the age now where like he's been he's he has what almost nine almost ten albums at this point and he's getting to that age where like soon enough he's going he's going to be like jay-z and retire you know at some point so i'm hopeful that you know that this is something that will make it will make the music mean more. I guess is the best way to say it. I hope it makes the music mean more. Do you count Dark Lane demo tape as one of those those albums? Um, I'd say yes, just because I'm pretty sure okay. he calls. I'm then, pretty sure he has then, it as a studio, studio album. Then not counting collab albums, he has twelve albums. Twelve albums. Okay, so he has twelve. That's albums. a lot. That's more than Kanye. So, you know, that, that's exactly why I think that it's probably a great thing for him to just take a break. Because, I mean, whether yeah. whether it was for health reasons or just because it's just time to take a break, 12 albums, I mean, that's that's a whole career for 
And, I mean, that's, that's more 12 than albums since so far gone for the record. That's not 12 albums. I, that, like, that's not counting comeback season. That's not counting anything before that. That's 12 albums since so far gone. Right. So it's just like, you know, he, he's, he's been, he's been Drake for so long that it's just good. And I mean, think about it. I mentioned Rihanna. Rihanna has half the albums and she's still relevant to this day. Number one, because she's great. But number two, because instead of music, she's been focused on a whole bunch of different things. And since her last album came out, you know, it's been seven years since she's dropped an album and she's a billionaire. Exactly. So like, you know, I think that just for him personally, I think it's probably a great thing to him take just take a break and just kind of do that because he can. The best part about that is you can always come out and make make some music, drop some music, anytime you want to. But taking a break gives you the ability to just spend the time with your family, get your health in order, just do do what you mm-hmm. want to do, you know. And you know, I not to go too far off on the deep end with this as well, but I always think is I think it's a great example what drake's doing i mean it's not something that normal normal americans can do you know when you're working a normal nine-to-five job it's very hard to be able to do that but but if you are blessed to have a job that is willing to give you the opportunity to do that absolutely take advantage of that take those days off do like yes yes you may want to stack your vacation days if you you know if you have a job that does that but but listen do not underrate Yeah, do not underweight. I'm already thinking about. I work for the state. I am stacking my days off so I can retire early. But on the same coin, and if for whatever reason my boss is listening to this, once football season ends, whether we win a state championship or, more likely, we eventually get eliminated, that first week after football season, I'm taking a day or two off. Exactly, that's exhausting. And don't don't underrate the, the importance of that for your health, mentally, physically, yeah. everything. It, it it it's just really important. We we live in a culture where it's work, 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 yeah. make money, do that. But and and then at the same time, you're expected to to have the same attitude every single day. And it's just yeah. not. Some people can do that. Some people are. I mean, I feel like I'm one of those people. I'm pretty good at being able to keep my attitude the same, my emotions the same, no matter how tired I am or whatever. But not everybody can do yeah. that, and that's okay. But yeah. it's just and if, you're, that, and if your boss comes up with, hey, we need you, so and so's off, we're in a bad financial situation, you still got to prioritize your family time if you're married mm-hmm. with kids, especially. But even mm-hmm. if it's just you, you got to prioritize your solo time over the company time. If you put in your 40 hours and they still expect you to work overtime because they're in a bad situation, they can't force you to do stuff like that. There's um, there's laws that protect you from retaliation from refusing to work more than what you're supposed to. So if you ever are in a situation where you're, you know, you you worked your scheduled hours and they're asking you to do more, just know that you don't have to accept that. You can say no, I'm okay. And if they try to do something to retaliate against you, you're okay. And you know what? If you get if you put in for PTO and it gets approved, and then your boss comes back later and says, you know what? Last second, I'm gonna deny that. Oh boy, you're about to make a lot of money if you can find a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Cause I can tell you one thing: if that ever happens to me, and I got it approved, I'm taking that time off because I got it approved. I don't care what happens. I don't care who's out. Hey, you approve my PTO? That's my time off, especially hey man, since listen, it's PTO. 
Listen, <laughs> and on top of that, I love where I work. I love my boss. I love my coworkers. In a different situation, because again, this I don't think this will ever happen where I work. In a different situation, my dream thing to happen, man, is for <laughs> me to quit. And the mm-hmm. boss to reply with, you know what? No, you can't quit. You're fired. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, boy. That won't happen where I'm at. I don't want it to happen. I, I love where I'm at. I'm, uh, you know, nothing in regards to that. But just listen, man, that's your dream situation. <laughs> As an employee right. for a company you don't love. Oh, boy. <laughs> Give me that severance. And, you know, um, since we're still on this topic i'll just say this uh without getting too personal just just know this um i've i've been in this experience i've had experiences like this before but just know that like if the job ain't working for you just just leave it do if 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 you are yeah. in a position where you you can leave if it you can afford not, it leave it leave it mm-hmm. do not do not stay with something and, and i'd even argue i mean depending on how old you are if you're young enough and you have a strong support like strong family support system don't don't settle for anything like even if even if you may have to suffer for like a, a few months with no money if you have a strong enough family support system yeah. leave that job if you don't like it <laughs> you know you know obviously you know if you if you're in a depending on your situation obviously i'm not telling you quit your job if you know if you yeah. need it but if you are in a situation where you don't need to work at that moment and you're hating your job please leave it do not suffer don't don't put yourself through that Trust me, I've done that, and I—I'll be honest, I left. You know, I left as soon as I could, and I'm glad I did because mm-hmm. it was wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, so. if you can't afford it, sometimes you have to put up with things you don't love. But if you can afford it, and they're not treating you well, there's better opportunities out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Somebody, I love where I'm at. I wouldn't leave it for the world. I love where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I love my job. I love the people I work with. I have no compl- – the only complaints I have is that you know sometimes it can be a little tiresome. But that's just the nature right. of my job. You know, you work with high school athletics, you're going to get tired sometimes. Exactly. But, again, I do athletics it I love it. Yeah, athletics in general. And there's going to be – Ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, I, I love where I'm at. I love who I work with. I love who I work for. Eh, uh, you know, sometimes the state makes stupid decisions. But <laughs> overall, I, I my, from my point of view, I don't work for the state. I work for the county. It's the state mm-hmm. that makes the stupid decisions. Some, you know, the county, not as big of a problem. So, eh. So, you know, different situations uh, for different people. I hope you guys are enjoying. If you made it this far, I hope you're enjoying the life advice we're giving you right now. Uh, Yeah. Just know that. uh, (laughs) This is kind of something we're testing out here, you know. Figure out who we are a little bit more rather than just talking about music all the time. Exactly. I mean, um, you know, I I, I personally, and you can tell, Logan's watching the sports sports preseason. he should still be watching the preseason game between the Warriors and Lakers, yep. but you yep. know we're we're big sports fans. We both love football. We both love basketball. Um, he's more into baseball. Well, I'm not as bad. into baseball, but yeah. I, I, we're both more basketball than anything. But yeah, I'm more baseball, and he's more football. So you know, if you 
you know, if you guys are interested in that, we would love to do a sports podcast at some point in time. You know, I wouldn't, I would not, I would not be opposed to doing that. Um, but you know, if you made it this far, just let us know how, what you like, you know, let us know if you're enjoying this structure let us know if you, if you hate it, you know, if you like us talking about it, but you hate what we talk about, Hey, let us know that too. I respect that. I can respect that. Um, Mm -hmm. just let us know how, how you feel. Let us know if you guys think we're doing a good job, you know, of course, standard follow, follow our pages, follow our social media. Um, it's at the blueprint podcast, um, across Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Um, TikTok, yeah, yeah. Instagram, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just follow, TikTok follow us is, that. uh, at the dot blueprint dot pod, um, mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram. I'm pretty sure are the same thing, which would be, let me double check. It is God. I keep clicking on different things. Um, at BPP or at BP podcast 12 for Twitter and mm-hmm. It is Blueprint Podcast Twelve on Instagram. Yeah, so this is where you would follow us. We don't do much on Instagram. I'll be honest, we don't. Um, Instagram is more where I talk my crap. <laughs> um, <laughs> Twitter is just for updates, and then we'll use it occasionally to talk with other Twitter pages on there. TikTok is really where you're going to get the most content outside of the podcast. Yeah, and you know we're 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 still working on that. We're still str- working on that structure. So just know that um, in the near future, um, be prepared for us to have a lot more content on TikTok and see a lot more of our content on TikTok. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, we love to hear your opinion. You know, the more people watching this, the better. The more that you guys let us know what you like to what you like us to do, the more willing we are to do it. Um, and you know, just keep interacting with us. Let us know how you feel. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll be doing some interesting things in the near future. Um, you know, this was kind of a surprise, you know, random one. You know, Drake dropped and we kind of just felt like doing something. Uh, talking about yeah. that, of course, big drop. But also, we just kind of wanted to give you guys some, you know, give you something a little different than what we usually do. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, um, if you like this structure, like I said, let us know. I said, keep saying it. I'll keep saying it. You know, let us know. Um, yeah, but um, do you have anything else you want to say, Logan? Before we uh, sign yeah. off? No, I mean, I, I, I'll say I personally enjoy these longer episodes. It gives us more of an opportunity to show you who we are, um, and I, th- I hope that's something you enjoy. If you just hate who I am, then whatever, don't follow. I don't care. Um, but <laughs> I don't, honestly, honestly, on a serious note, I enjoy doing these longer episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy showing more of what our character is. I enjoy talking more about life. I'm going a little bit off topic a little bit, but I also enjoy just chilling with y'all. Our goal eventually is to be able to live stream these episodes and take live questions from y'all, which can lead into longer episodes as well. I'm Mm -hmm. going a little bit more off topic as well. Um, Again, this is kind of a special opportunity because it is such a huge artist. Had we been doing this podcast whenever Utopia dropped, we would have done the same thing for it. Exactly. Um, it just kind of depends on when big artists are dropping, but this is something we enjoy. Obviously, don't expect another episode coming this week. This will be our one episode this week. Nothing else major drop this week that we want to talk about, so it's really just Drake. Um, next week, we'll be back at it again like normal. And again, you know, just let us know what you enjoy. Let us know what you like about 
what we're doing. Let us know what you don't like. We're still early on. We still have very few followers, so we're adjusting to what y'all enjoy. Um, anyone that knows who we are personally, y'all can let us know. Anyone who doesn't know who we are personally and have just found us randomly, honestly, y'all, oh, I really want to hear what y'all like. Exactly. Y'all are the people we're aiming for. The people that know us are going to listen regardless. Exactly. If y'all, what y'all enjoy matters to us as well. But what the people who don't know us, let us know what brings you back to us. Exactly. You know, let us let us know what what we're doing well, so we can keep doing it. Um, let us know what you don't like, like I said, so we can yeah. stop doing it. You know. Yeah. Do or, you want you know, Do you want more just, TikTok videos? That's something we're working on. I kind of dropped a lot over the past couple of days, so we're going to take a short break from that. But right, that right. is something we want to incorporate more. Do you like the longer episodes? Do you like the shorter episodes? I think we're going to start trying to trend towards the more longer episodes as we move on throughout towards next year, um, allowing us to show more of our personalities rather than just our reviewer sides. But Exactly. Again, let us know what you like. Yeah. and Leave a like. Share. Comment, comment, all those great subscribes, <laughs> um, and then you know, I, one last thing I'll say, <clears throat> it's just really important for us because we, you know, we're doing this because we enjoy this. We enjoy this a lot, and obviously, this start this is a music podcast. But you know, as we transition it more to longer episodes, more podcasty, we are more than open to you know, maybe we do episodes that aren't even necessarily related to music. If you guys are really yeah. interested in that, you know, this um, is a media podcast, is what it is. We just focus on music. Exactly. We'll talk so about like, sports. We'll talk about life. We'll talk about television. Exactly. So we're both big anime fans. Get us talking about that. I dare exactly. you. Exactly. Speaking of, you know, the, the new season of uh, Demon Slayer popped up on Netflix now, season four. So, yep. you know, yep. I got to get yet, on that. I got I to get on that. I was watching the first episode this this morning. It was, you know, the animation is so beautiful. I just got to say that. Oh, the animation oh, it is. is so beautiful. Uh, I've, been, I've been a little tied up on One Piece lately. You know, I'm only on episode 400 out of like 11. So <laughs> I got a little ways to go. Just, just, just a little bit, you know, just a little bit. But, you know, it's just just an example of like stuff we do. You know, we would love to share more of ourselves with you guys. And, um, you know, as 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 we continue to grow, just know that we're we're open to doing more and more, more different content, more different things. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think our we're still going to have our main focus be music for the most part. Um, We're still going to talk about albums. We're still going to have that. You know, even when yeah. we, even as we grow, that's still going to be kind of our our core goal of this podcast. But you know, again, as things change, we get as more people uh, come to find us and more people enjoy us, we will, you know, start including more things and and you know trying to fit more things in. Yeah. Well, at its core, this is a rap podcast. Moving outside of that, it's a music podcast, and then moving more outside of that, it's an us podcast. Exactly. So, um, on that note, um, we're almost at the two hour mark. So I think it's definitely a time that we can say sign off. So, um, I'm going to just say this, um, to end this episode, you know, Drake's one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, it always has been. So it's slightly disappointing that I can't say that I really loved this album. Um, this is one of the first times I can say that genuinely speaking on, on the second day that has been out that I just haven't loved it. Um, that being said, you know, I'm still a huge Drake fan. Um, and, you know, 
I just really love um, music in general. So I'm always going to love getting new music and just hearing new music, even if it's not great. At least I get something new, something I can, you know, talk about whether it's good or bad, you know. Um, but, you know, on my note, I'm going to go ahead and turn over to Logan to uh, take us out. Yeah. Uh, I can't say I'm so shocked that I wasn't as big of a fan of this project just Again, because of Drake's latest track record. Um, but, as to be expected, it's Drake. It's still enjoyable. We're still going to, anytime he drops a project, until further notice, this is the kind of reaction you're going to get from us. Same with if Eminem randomly dropped, who's someone who's even more less consistent nowadays. Um, <laughs> if Travis Scott dropped, blah, blah, blah. I hope you all enjoyed. You know, we've reached a, a further point in a podcast than we've ever reached before. I appreciate y'all listening to this point. If you've reached this point and let us know what y'all thought overall. I've enjoyed talking for this long. I know Elijah's enjoyed talking for this long and absolutely. I guess I guess we can go ahead and close this one out, y'all. Let us know what y'all think about for all the dogs. Let us know what y'all think about Drake overall. Where does he rank on an all-time list? And that's all I got for y'all. Peace. Peace out, guys.